0: The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. The title of my message today is, Do You Want to Be Made Well? Do You Want to Be Made Well? There's got to be a desire in you to get well. And not a feeling that this is the end of it. No matter what's happening to you, even if you're depressed, uh, you're suicidal, God can heal you. It's coming from the enemy. God wants to heal you. And so, I'm going to start with this scripture here. Do you want to be made well? Those were words that came out of the Master's mouth. Jesus Christ himself. It says, Now... In a certain... Now, I I need to go back and let you know what the background of this is. There was a a place in Israel where the children of Israel could go. There there was a pool in that place. Where the angel of God comes down once in a year and stirs the pool. And after the pool is stirred, the first person that gets into the pool, no matter what you have, you come out healed. And so a lot of people were there waiting for the pool to be stirred. It's an amazing thing because they knew about Jesus healing the people of the land. But their faith was more in that water. And the healer was in town. It was around in their, in their time. It says now a certain man was there at that pool who had an infirmity 38 years. Think about it. He had been sick for 38 years. No life. Couldn't go anywhere. Had no home. All he did was stay by that pool, waiting for the pool to be stirred. It seems like there was not a a particular time, a specific time, where the angels showed up. You have to stay there and hope and believe that he's going to show up and and, and maybe two months later, he's going to show up from now and then we'll get well. So he was there, waiting to be healed. For 38 years. He says, when Jesus saw him lying there. And knew that he already had been in that condition a long time. See, Jesus knew. Nobody had to tell him. Whatever you're going through. When he started, before he started, he knew. And as it goes on in your life, he also knows what's happening. And, and he knew without anyone telling him. And he went straight To address the man. Notice, Jesus, the man didn't go to Jesus. Jesus came to him. And many of you today, Jesus is coming to you in your home. And I believe that with all of my heart. He's coming to you to heal you. That's what he did. He came to this man and he began to speak. They were total strangers to each other. The man had never seen Jesus before. He didn't even know who Jesus was. But he saw somebody that cared to talk to him. He said to Jesus, uh, he said to him, Jesus said to him, do you want to be made well? That's the title of the message. Do you want to be made well? That has some significance. One, the one who is speaking can make you well. He has the power to make you well. Two, it's his will to make you well. That's why he sought that man out. It's his will to make you well right there. And thirdly, you have to want it. It will not be given to you until you desire it. I want to be well. No matter how long it's been. This man in this situation, he's been for 38 years. But he wanted it. He wanted it. He had been waiting for 38 years. And God had compassion. Maybe in your life you've been waiting for a long time. Maybe there's something in you that you have just assumed is going to be here for the rest of my life. I'll tolerate it. I'll manage it. I'll manage the pain. No! Get well. God wants you to be totally well. Notice he didn't say you want to be healed. No. He said, do you want to be well? All oh, completely well. Back in your former form. That's what he asked the man. Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, so he has been trying every time, trying to get to the pool. He said, while I am coming, another steps down before me. Oh, great disappointment. I got to wait for another year. Maybe the angel will come back. He had disappointment after disappointment. For 38 years, he's been waiting. How long have you been waiting? If you've been waiting, Jesus is here today. Amen. He's coming to your home. All you have to do is lay. If you alone, lay hands on yourself. Because you are a believer. And God, watch that thing go away from your life. Check yourself. After you've been healed, after laying hands on yourself, check yourself, whatever the pain is. And you will be surprised. He's gone. Immediately, let us know. You seal it that way. Amen. The man said, I don't have anyone. If you don't have somebody in your life to help you, you have the best help in Jesus. No one could help him get to the pool. But with Jesus, you don't need the pool. You get healed. You don't need a man. You need the Lord Jesus. You're looking to people to help you. Doctors can do their best, but when healing is made, it comes from God himself. All healing comes from God. And God does that. The man said, I need somebody to help me. You got help today. You have Jesus in your home today. If you're watching this program, Jesus is there with you. Because we are gathered together. And he said, where two or three are gathered together in my name? I am there in the midst of them. And if he's there in your midst, he does what Jesus does. He'll heal you. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. His power is still there to heal. And all you have to do is reach out and say, God, I need you to heal me today. And God will heal according to his word. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed, and walk. It was just a simple command. He didn't say, I'm healing you now we like to hear, I, I, now I'm Jesus of Nazareth, I'm healing you now. No, he just said, total stranger, rise, take up your bed and walk. That's all he did. And the man immediately, it's always good to be immediate. When you know what God has said, no doubt, immediately act. After you've been prayed on, I've come to experience that. After you've been prayed on, immediately show that you have been healed. If your hand was hurting before, immediately stretch it out. And if you do, oh my God, there is no pain. That's the way it works. Jesus saw a man with a withered hand and he said to the man, stretch out your hand. Not I'm healing you, just stretch out your hand. The man could have said, I have a withered hand. Why don't you heal me and I'll stretch my hand out. No, Jesus said, stretch that hand out. He said, command from God. And if you listen and you act on it, instantly, not second goes before the healing hits you. And that's what's going to happen to you today in your home. God will immediately touch you. I've been praying about this and the church has been praying God will heal you if you come to this world today. Amen. You see God himself declared himself to be your healer. How good that is. He declared himself to be your healer. He's not saying not to go to doctors, but he is the ultimate healer. He is the healer. And in Exodus, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, he said, God said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord. And what you're hearing today is not my voice, I'm speaking from his word. If you heed what I'm telling you today based on the word, that's heeding, diligently heeding what God has spoken in his word. The voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight. Acting on the word is acting on what is right, he's doing what is right before him. Give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases on you. In other words, I won't permit none of these things on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. Then he declared himself, For I am the Lord who heals you, I am the Lord your healer. Jesus is the Lord, your healer. He's not just your healer. He is the Lord. The Lord of the universe. He can heal you. And He is. He declared Himself to be your, physical, your personal doctor. he heal you. And today, He will be your personal doctor. Today, He will heal you. If you believe His word and you act on His word, God will heal you in your home. In Exodus chapter 23 verse 25, it says, So you shall serve the Lord your God. Many of us are serving God. And the enemy comes against us with sickness, depression, feelings of suicide, inadequacy, destroyed marriage, financial problems, all of those things, the enemy makes us sick in different areas. But God says, I am the Lord your healer. God will heal you. So whatever is healing your life, Whatever is reducing the joy in your life. Whatever is holding you back. And you say to yourself, if I can only get out of this, I'll feel good about life. God wants to give you life today. And to heal that situation in your life. God is able to do that. So you shall serve the Lord your God. You go to church and you worship Him. You love Him. Listen to what it says. And He will bless your bread and your water. Basically everything that you're doing, God's going to make it good for you. And produce for you. But then it says, and I. Notice the word that it says. First of all, he says, he will bless your bread and your water. Is the guy talking. But then God changes when it comes to healing. I. Amen. From he to I. That God comes in because this is important to him. Your healing is important to him. I will take sickness away from the midst of you. That means sickness is in your midst. God says, because you serve me and you worship me, you give your offerings like many of us do in our here. God says, I will be your healer. I will, not, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. And I believe he's doing this. It doesn't mean sickness. Well, if sickness is not there, what is he going to take from the midst of us? <laughs> he's there. But God wants to take it away from you. Uh, would you let it go? Would you be made well? Would you let it go? Let it go. You don't have to be sick. God can heal you. All things are possible with him. Amen. Listen to what he says. God sent his word. Psalm 107 verse 20. God sent his word and healed them. Every time you hear the word of God, it's a word of healing. A word of of deliverance. A word of blessing into your life. A word of goodness. He sent his word and healed them heal them from what not just sickness everything that was diminishing their experience in life jesus said i came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly and that's what if you're sick in the body you're sick in your finances you're sick in whatever area in your life you don't feel good about life but jesus said i want you to have abundant life full of joy full of glory amen that's so important He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from all their destructions. He delivered them from their destructions. Every area where Satan is coming at you. To destroy your life. God wants to heal. God wants to do that. He wants to heal. I want to share with you something here. About a conversation in heaven. Before Jesus came. If you want to know that God wills to heal you today and every day of your life there was a discussion in heaven as to what was going to transpire and this was before Jesus and his father Jesus had known God was not happy with what they were doing with sacrifices and all of that Jesus knew because he knew his father he was at the bosom of his father in heaven then he says therefore when he, Jesus, came into the world. So he was with his father. He came into the world. He said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But a body. Hallelujah. A body. You have prepared for me. You see, the body that was in Mary, that's the body of that God prepared for Jesus, the word of God according to John chapter 1 verse 1, to come into that body, that divine body that God himself prepared in the womb of Mary was going to be broken, beaten, for our good, for our salvation, for the blessings of our life. This was a discussion in heaven. And God, Jesus said, you prepared me a body. In bond offering and sacrifices for sin, you have no pleasure. In other words, God was just tolerating what they were doing in the Old Testament. Then I said, Jesus then said, I have come in the volume of the book. What is the volume of the book? It is written of me. Listen to what it says, it's written of him. To do your will, O God. To do your will, O God. That's his father. He came and entered into that body. To do the father's will. So everything that you see Jesus doing was the father's will. He never deviated from his father's will. He had to do what the father told him to do he came just to do his will a lot of people have this idea i don't know i know god can heal but i don't know if he wants to heal me well if it's not his will to heal everybody jesus must have disobeyed his father because in many times many situations he healed everybody everybody was healed no one left without being healed And if it's not God's will to heal everybody, then if among the multitudes, you will have some people that it was not God's will to heal. So Jesus says, let me put my hands on you. Oh, the Father doesn't mean to heal you today. Come back tomorrow. Okay, goodbye. That's not what it was. Everyone was healed. And you can be healed today. You just have to receive your healing today. God wants to heal you. He came to do the will of God He came to do the will of God. Notice another scripture tells us what God did. After the body of Jesus came, after John the Baptist baptized him. But then we see Acts chapter 10 verse 38. It says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Why was he anointed? Why was he anointed? With the Holy Spirit and with power. Just the Holy Spirit and power. And believe me, He has given us power. He says, Behold, I give you the authority to tread on serpents and on scorpions and every power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's Luke 10 verse 19. The word of God tells us here, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power for a purpose. Why? Jesus obeyed his father. He came to do his will. He says, So, Jesus himself said, uh, according to the word here, who went about doing good. Jesus went about doing good, and guess what he did? He healed, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Let me let you know without a doubt. Sickness is an oppression from Satan. Sickness is an oppression from Satan. Whether it's natural, let me give you this. If you don't believe sickness is uh, is uh, an oppression of Satan and it's all natural, why will a word from Jesus bring healing? That's spiritual. Why? No medicine. If it was just all totally natural, you need something natural, just like we're dealing with the COVID-19. You need something natural, and we're struggling to find something. You need something natural to counter what the sickness is doing in your body. But God heals it without anything by just speaking, because sickness has its root in the spirit realm. He went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. God was with him. As he was doing this, God was behind. Yes, son, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He's doing my will. That's what he's going to do today in your home. Get ready to get well. God's going to heal you today. In the name of Jesus, I believe that with all of my heart. This is what Jesus said. My wife read it earlier. John, uh, Matthew chapter 4 verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom you can't preach the gospel without healing he's wrong and we come into that every time jesus sent his disciples how to preach the gospel he also asked them to heal why because it's the father's will to heal everyone that is sick everyone that will come to jesus for the healing he says jesus went about all galilee teaching this in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness all kinds of sickness it didn't matter what you got He can heal you today, and Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is in your room right there while you're watching, and He wants to heal you. There's going to come a time when you have to release your faith. I believe, Lord, and He touches you and heals your body. And that's what He's going to do this morning. Can I hear an amen? Amen. If you don't say it, I'll say it. I know you're saying it back there at home. Good. He healed all kinds of sickness. And all kinds of diseases, it didn't matter what you had. COVID-19, it didn't matter. He'll heal you. Amen. We believe in that. And he says, the same went throughout Syria. Notice it's out of Israel now. Amen. Amen. And they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases. And torments, all of them, pains, they brought to him. Not just in Israel, Syria. They were bringing people in for him to heal. And notice, he never denied anyone from healing. He healed everyone. And those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, paralytics, he healed them. Every one of them were healed. And he is the same, according to the scripture, yesterday, today, and forever. He rose from the dead. He's still alive today. He can appear in your room if he chooses to. He's done that to many people around the world. Even to Muslims, he's appeared to them. He's still alive today. And he's in your room. You may not see him, but he's right there. And he wants to make you well. And I believe he's going to do that today. Amen? He, he's going to do that today for all of us. In the name of Jesus. But don't forget to put the word out. Come back and give him thanks. Put the word out. That's the way you seal your healing. By telling everybody, Jesus has healed me. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, then he becomes your Lord. After you confess, the same thing with healing. Once you speak it out, you better get the healing. You act on the word. What must we do? According to the scripture, this is a word from God. Bless the Lord, O my soul. What God has done for us. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Healing is a benefit from God. If you work with a good employer, He's going to give you some benefits. And you got insurance. Uh, When you're sick, you don't go back to the uh, employer. You use your benefits. You want to know what benefits God is giving us? while well, we praise Him for His benefits. He says, don't forget or uh, not in a single uh, one of your benefits. Forget not all His benefits for your life. Who forgives all your iniquities? If sin is in your life, if it's, I, I feel I really want God to heal me, but my life is not okay. I, I want to make myself okay first before God. Well, you can't make yourself okay. No matter how hard you try, you can't do it. You don't have what it takes. All you need to do is believe the finished work of Jesus. When he said on the cross, it is finished. And all he's asking you, he says, if you can only believe. Your work is to believe in what he's done. Amen? That's what he wants. He wants that. He says, don't forget all of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? So God, is a benefit for you to be well today. Use your benefit in your home. Call your benefit. You can not see it. Use that benefit. Today is my day. I'm going to show. Where is your benefit card? Uh, His name is Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Here you go. I, I deserve this. And instantly, the sickness says, Okay, we understand. You got good insurance. We'll take care of you. Amen. That's your benefit. Don't forget it. Uh, there's a mission for us as today every believer and you at home you have the same mission and i mentioned this before everyone that is sent by god to preach the gospel also is instructed to heal the sick why because healing is an integral part of the gospel of the lord jesus christ He's part of it You can't leave it out. I know there are denominations that say uh, in those days when God was strong, uh, He healed the people. But now He's called the ancient of days and He doesn't do any of those stuff anymore. Well, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And He heals today just like He healed in Bible days. If we can believe He's doing that. He's doing it all over the world. He's doing it in Africa. Many people are getting healed. I've actually... Pastor Michael also... We saw a woman with worms in her leg. On a wheelchair, she came. And we had a short prayer with her. And instantly she stood... And walked away from the place. No pain. Still worms. But God has healed her. God can do all things. God can do it. And He can heal you today. I've seen this happen. God can do it. We saw that in Africa... We were very excited. We saw so many healings; you couldn't believe. It was so many people healed by just preaching the word of God. Just like I'm talking to you today, if you will believe, we will experience the same. God is not partial. He's not more with Africans than He is with. I mean, if it comes to life, you believe God is even more with Americans, yeah. Uh, but but that, that's not the case. It's not the case. He is the same to everyone. If you can only go and believe in Him. He says, when he had called the twelve disciples to him, he gave them power. And I have the power today. Because God has called me and he has given me the power. Also, you have been called by him. Except you are called by God, you can never receive Jesus. He says, no one comes to the Father except except the Spirit of God draws him. So you were drawn and God called you. And you know God. And God can use you. And when he had called the twelve to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits. I have power over unclean spirits. He gave it to me. And he gave you the same. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Amen. To cast them out. We can cast out demons. You don't have to fight with them. You can see them to fight with them. All you do is speak the word of authority that Jesus gave to you. And they know they have to come out. And to heal all kinds. God has commanded us as as preachers to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Why? Because the gospel and healing and salvation, they go together. Healing is not just physical healing. Healing is healing of every part of your natural life to make, make things good for you. I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He says, as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then he said to them, heal the sick. Not, oh, Jesus, heal the sick. No, you heal the sick. We are so, so. uh, what do I call it, religious. We say, it's not me that did it. It was Jesus. Where Jesus said, heal the sick. You should heal the sick. How? Just lay your hands on him. Believe that you can do it. And God will make it happen. Heal the sick, he said. As you go, heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. That was a big deal in that day. This natural man can go out and speak a word and lay his hands on the lepers and the leper is cleansed. Wonderful. God gave us that as believers. He gave us that. We can do it. Amen. Cleanse the lepers, he said. Raise the dead. Oh, that's for pastor whatever. I understand, but I'm going to pass that down. I'll just heal the sick, but raising the dead, that's another subject. Uh, I think you are getting to, something is wrong with your mind. Are you talking about healing, uh, raising the dead? Well, he said to raise the dead, they're all the same. The same words that he spoke to the leper. The same words. All he did was speak a word to the dead person. Arise. So Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. Dead for four days. And God is giving us that power. And many have exercised that power around the world. Believers, raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. That was a big deal in their day. If you can cast out a demon, say, wow, this is wonderful. Freely you have received. Freely give. You got it. Let it go today. Don't get selfish. Lay your hands. Amen. Give it out. Freely you have received. How many believe they receive power to heal and to cleanse? I believe. I have it. I can lay my hands on the sick and they get healed. Because Jesus gave that to me. He says, you got it free. Give it out free. Don't take any money. Just give it to them. I got it. You have it also. Wherever you are at home there today, you can heal the sick. Lay your hands on the sick, and God will heal them. He is the one that will fulfill His word. I tell you what, there's not going to be a split second between you acting on faith. Yes, we're going to heal the sick. And as you lay your hands and you pray for them, God shows up instantly and heals them. And they rejoice, and you rejoice in the God that gave you that power to do that. Amen. So they heal the sick. Freely you receive Freely he gave. The basis for our healing is what Jesus did for us. And if we can believe what Jesus did for us, if you're sick, you can be healed. God can heal you today. The thing to do is believe God's report. There's always a report. Sometimes the report is really painful to hear. Something comes in the mail. And you read it. Now your life—you were happy early in the morning, rejoicing. Now something has come, and your life is totally different. Now you're crying and weeping. That's the time to get to God. Believe God's report. The Bible says, "Who has believed our report? Who has believed uh, what we have heard?" And to whom? Has the arm of the Lord been revealed? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? When God opens your eyes to see that all along, He's been wanting to make you well. All along, He's been there seeking you, standing by you. Son, daughter, Will you just believe? Will you just believe what the Son of God, Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. Your healing is finished. I don't believe sickness can take me out until when I'm ready to go. That's my faith in God. I'm not afraid of sickness. Can come and go. But when you come, you go in. You're not staying. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I don't fear any evil because God is with me. Who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? I pray today... That God will reveal to you that he wants you well. You don't have to be sick. Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? Seek it. He who seeks finds. God will do that for you today. Amen. He says in verse 4, Surely, this is his report, Surely he has borne our griefs. That word grief, macab, that means sickness. You can go and study it. God bore your sickness and carried our sorrows. That's pain. Macab, that's in the, the Hebrew. That's pain. He carried it. We don't have to carry it, he carried our pain. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. We had no understanding, no revelation. We didn't understand what was going on. Please understand what Jesus did on the cross for us today. Let your eyes be opened to what he did for us. So you can believe that report. Let your eyes be opened. He says, we believe that we, we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted like God was punishing him. But the reason why he was wounded for our transgressions, that's why the pain he had to go through was for us. He took your sins upon himself. When he's taking your sins upon himself and you transfer your sin by faith in him and believing in him, once the sin is gone to him and he died for it, you have no sin, you're made righteous. Your faith in what he has done makes you righteous. In the same way, your faith in what he's done makes you well. He says he bore our sickness and our diseases. Yet we esteemed him smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. That's for sin. And the, ch- the chastisement of our peace was upon him. If you are hungry, you really don't have peace. If you have bills to pay and you can't pay, you really don't have peace. Your child is sick and about to die and the doctors are giving, them, giving the child no hope. You are not at peace, but he was chast- the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And since we have that, whatever is in your life is illegal. And God wants to get it out of your life so you can have peace. Because his son was chastised for that. He was wounded for our transgression, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. His stripes brought us healing. If you read that scripture, I want to show you how Matthew understood that scripture. In Matthew chapter eight, verse sixteen and seventeen, it says, When evening had come, they brought to him, that's Jesus, many who were demon possessed, oppressed by Satan sick. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. That's what Jesus did. He healed all who were sick. That it might be fulfilled. God wants to fulfill the written word. God wants his word fulfilled. What he spoke through Isaiah God wants it fulfilled. And God wants it fulfilled in your life. If it's not fulfilled in your life, how can God's word be fulfilled? If you don't accept it. If you accept it, the word has to be fulfilled in your life. God wants to do that. And we need to believe Him for that. All is asking if you can only believe. Just believe and trust Him and refuse to be afraid. And God will come through. Amen. He healed all who were sick. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. The same chapter, Isaiah 53. That's where he, uh, the way Matthew read Isaiah 53. As he tells us what Jesus has done. He says, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. He bore our sicknesses. Hallelujah. Jesus, is, what he has borne, you cannot bear them. If you bear them, it's illegal for you to bear them. He can't be on two people at the same sickness at the same time. No. Amen. There is a scripture that uh, whenever I speak on on healing, I, I can never let go. I always come to it. Because it's really, if you think on it, it's so beautiful. Listen to this. It says, when they had crossed, that Jesus has crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesareth, And when the men of the place recognized him, okay, they sent out into all the surrounding region and brought him all who were sick. Uh, they went all over the place. Uh, surrounding regions, I mean. And guess what? Jesus was waiting. He was waiting for them to do what they had to do. I'm sure they saw him, and they said, uh, uh, "Who is this guy coming with all these guys coming?" And said, oh, somebody said, "That must be Jesus of Nazareth." And they went there. Uh, Jesus, and he goes, uh, "Jesus, who, Master? <laughs> uh, can you wait a little bit? We have a lot of sick people in our town. Uh, can we? Can you just please wait for us, and we go gather all the sick? Uh, that's amazing." Uh, they went every door, knocking. Hey. Do you have any sick person in this house? And what do you want? I have a sick person. Do you have a sick person? Yeah, I got one. He's not been able to eat for a while. Uh, Bring him up. Ah, you can take him from the house. If you move him, he'll die. Well, if he dies, let him die. We're taking him to Jesus. He is in town. Oh, yes, he's in town. You can have him. Take him down. And then they go to the next door. Hey, hey, hey. You got any sick person here? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Come on, go. Hey, Jesus is in town. Where? We'll lead you there. And they went all over the region. And they came. And then they saw Jesus waiting. And they brought too many sick. And they're wondering... Oh my God, how are we going to do this? We can't keep him here for so long. If he has to lay his hands, and this is going to be a lot of work. Uh, Master, uh, uh, they chose the way they wanted to be healed. Uh, Master, they said, I I need to go back to the scripture. So I won't be just talking to you. (laughs) Hallelujah. I get too excited about this. (laughs) Amen. And so when the men of the place recognized him, they sent out into all the surrounding region, brought to him all who were sick, and begged him, that they might only touch the hem of his garment. Hey, hey, just his clothes will get you. It doesn't matter what you cancer, uh, you crippled. It doesn't matter. Just touch his clothes. And they believed it. They all believed it. They all believed it. Touching him. He says, and as many as touched it, were made perfectly well. As many as touched it, were made perfectly well. I don't believe all of them just go rushing at Jesus and touching his because That's going to just... That's not going to work. I'm sure they were on a li- in a line, taking their turn. And the guy is counting, uh, one, two, three, ten, uh, 2, 10, and 11. Oh, God. Move the line really fast. It's going to come to my turn today. Ooh, this is my day. And meanwhile, the one that has touched his scribble, and he's running around saying, I can walk, I can walk. And they're high-fiving each other. And Jesus is saying, the father just made me do this. No. He was laughing and enjoying what was going on. He was enjoying it. He stayed there for a long time and allowed every one of them to touch him so that they can get where well. he was enjoying it. As they came in, the guy's counting. Now, who? I only have five people before, my, before, my, before I get to him. And right now he's really nervous and shaking. He's wondering, who? Oh, he's two now. Two. Well, well, it's my turn. And then quickly he touches and he's out running. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. That's going to happen to you today. And I say, yeah, amen. That's the word of God. You see, God healed three million people and kept them healed for 40 years. Oh, yes. He did that. Don't tell me all of the Jews were well when Moses was dealing with them. They were slaves. They were made to walk like crazy. If you work that hard, You're susceptible to all kinds of sickness. But the day of Passover, that day that they spilled the blood, every one of them walked out of their home without any sickness. And for 40 years, God kept them well in the wilderness. Nobody was sick. For 40 years. That's the Old Testament. I wish we could believe as much as they believed. And God was just carrying them to fulfill what's happening to us, where we have to deal with Him by faith and nothing else. It's only by faith that's how we can be made righteous. Listen to this, and I'll close with this. in Psalm 105 verse 37 He also brought them out with silver and gold. He did that. I didn't mention that, but he, he took all the gold from Egypt, everything they had. God took them from them. And there was was none. Feeble among his tribe. Notice we would have said. Their tribes right? No. His. We belong to him. We belong to him. We are his tribe. The church. We can't be feeble. We can't be. And he kept them that way for 40 years when the serpents beat them in the wilderness they were sick from the serpent but all he did was raise a cross or the serpent brazen serpent and jesus said if you can look and believe you'll get well all they had to do was look at the serpent when they are beaten and they are very sick they're about to die and he's saying, can you show me where to find this serpent? Oh, it's behind you. Look behind. And he looks. While he's looking, the venom is going down. And he's just waiting for it to be. That's the same today. We look to what Jesus has done. Amen. And God heals us. Amen? Amen? Are you ready to be made well? you back there at home. I'm going to instruct you now. It's time for us to heal the sick. It's time for us to heal the sick. So, if there is anyone that is sick in your home today, I want you to do what we have said for you to do. Lay your hands on them. If you have oil in your house, take the oil and put it on them. But also expect them to be well. And God's going to do that for us today. I know without a doubt because I felt that like He instructed me to do this. And what we are doing is going to work for us because if you do it by faith, God is going to come through. I want those that are sick in your home. Tell somebody in your home to to lay hands on you. And after they've laid hands on you and prayed, I want you to act on what you do. If you couldn't move before, if you couldn't move your leg before, then move the leg. And don't do it stupidly, but do it violently. Do it like you don't care because God will instantly heal you. Whatever you have, headache, whatever it is, whatever it is, God wants to heal you. bow our heads right now as we pray. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody, I believe, your right hand has been bothering you for some time. And God's healing that right now. If you could just move that hand, God will heal you. There's another person you're suffering from, a stomach issue, and you're pretty concerned about it you don't know what it is I believe that God is healing you right now there's another person that has problem with his ear your ear one of your ears is bothering you and uh, I want you to believe God right now the Lord God himself is healing that he's healing that ear in the name of Jesus 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 there's another person with migraine God's healing that migraine right now. Just believe God. God is healing the migraine from you. God's touching your life. In the name of Jesus. 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 Name of Jesus. Amen. Hmm. I see somebody saying, if God can only help me with my finances. You're saying that and you've been crying out to God for a while. And it seems to be going anywhere. Today is your day of healing. Would you accept that? Because God's going to heal that today. In your home, God's going to heal that. Have hope in God. God says He's going to heal you. He's going to bring everything to, to, to turn around for you. And your life is going to be beautiful. Don't despair anymore. Don't cry out anymore. What you need to do is rejoice. Because God's healing you right now, He's healing your finances, God's healing you, God's healing you. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, as you as you walk through your servants and their homes right now and healing through them. I thank you that your work is being fulfilled and we will hear testimonies like we've never seen before. In the name of Jesus, all across this land. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. It's another person that's have a urinary problem. That's what I hear in my spirit. There's a urinary problem. You've been uh, just neglecting it and wondering where this is going. But God's healing you right now god's healing you right now believe that with all your heart and put the word out i am healed and don't be afraid anymore because it's going nowhere this is the end of it in jesus name this is the end of it in jesus name father i pray for everyone that is praying for the sick right now at home let your glory be made manifest heal the sick i rebuke that sickness right now in their bodies in jesus name I rebuke the headache. I rebuke the pain in the back. In the name of Jesus. I command that scoliosis to be healed right now. In the name of Jesus. Father, heal those who are sick. Everyone that is sick. I ask that you heal them today. Let your word be fulfilled. By the power of your name. In Jesus name. Amen. Do what you couldn't do before. And give us a word. Let God, the people of God know. That's called testimony. Let the people of God know that you have been healed. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon. And have a wonderful healed day. you healed today in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Uh Uh-huh.